And we're very, very nice. Very nice people. Don't you say shit about us. I know y'all been talking. Let me see. Oh, I'm saying, yo, Corey getting paranoid again. <laughs> Let me see what we got here. All right, folks. Let's go ahead and get into it. Get into it. Uh, Dylan O'Brien cannot get away from these monsters. <laughs> Running from these monsters up in that, uh, in that maze, man. In the maze runner. They killed the monster and got out. And what was waiting on him at the front door? More monsters. Hey, Dylan, what's up? <laughs> we waiting on you, man. Where you been? <laughs> monsters waiting for him at the front door like they waiting home at an airport. <laughs> you hey. Dylan O'Brien? Hey, man, he's always hanging out at the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I like the way he's moving up, man. He was dystopian at first. Now he's gone full apocalypse. <laughs> you know, complete with creatures out there and everything, man. I like the way he's looking like, you know what? I'm just going to go back in that fucking maze. <laughs> it was better than that. They got giant-ass frogs and swimming pools. <laughs> you know what? I, I had friends back then. <laughs> hey, open up! Hey! <laughs> Where you going, Dylan? You just got here, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. I also like the way he's trying something a little, a little different, man. You know, he was a, he was fighting monsters up in the maze, in Maze Runner. He was a badass there. Uh, they said, all right, you know, you, you such a badass. I think we can move you up to uh, assassin. Impressive, but no one gave a shit. <laughs> that's American Assassin. I don't think right. that no, no, yeah, no one. Yeah, that was a series of books. They were they were really hot to make that into a thing, and it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, no one, no one gave a shit. That's when uh, Dylan O'Brien said, "You know what? Maybe it's I've been such a badass. You know, maybe it's maybe it's time for me to try something a little different." Like maybe being a bitch. <laughs> stretch, stretch, Rich. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. Not just a bitch, but a cowardly bitch. And thus we have Joel instead of Dylan O'Brien. We got Joel. Joel is a Joel is a survivor and an apocalypse. An apocalypse uh, where it is uh, the world has been reduced. I think 95% of the population is gone. It's been reduced to like just 5% left because it's been taken over by uh, mutated amphibians and insects. And Joel has joined the band of survivors, all of them courageous, brave, skilled at fighting, everything he's not, pretty much. Uh, except that they, they like him for things that he can do. You know, like, they say, you know what, man? You should open up a can of soup well. <laughs> you know, minestrone. Yeah, minestrone. <laughs> yeah. The way you pour those, that soup in that bowl and just warm it up, man, you good. Or, man, the way you just sit all day at that radio and just press knobs <laughs> and kind of just stay the fuck out the way, man, you were great at that. <laughs> no one's better. No. Wow, you were great at just sitting down and shutting the fuck up, man. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Cause they put a weapon up in his hand. That fool all of a sudden gets Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah, he turns into Don Knotts. Yeah, <laughs> the shakiest gun in the West. Yeah, he, yeah, he just put a gun up in his hand. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, get, get, put him down. Put him back in the closet. Let him play the radio. <laughs> I don't even think that's a real radio. I think that's some Fisher Price shit. <laughs> it's some Gilligan's Island radio yeah. made out of coconuts. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't tell him it doesn't work. But I tell you what, it's amazing. It is amazing how 
horniness will bring out the brave in a man. A man will risk his life for a piece of ass. He will he will cross miles of dangerous, hungry, man-eating creatures just to just just to fuck somebody. And thus, that's what we have here too. Uh, when Joel learns that his girlfriend pre-apocalypse, when he goes to that little radio and they actually let it work for a change, he finds out that she's. I believe 80 miles away. 85. 85. 85. Look at that. That's some bravery for your ass right there. That five extra miles he's willing to go to to uh, yeah. risk his life for love. And they're like, Joe, we can't even let you outside. How are you going to cross 85 miles of mutant animals? Yeah, they, they wrote that fool off. Those, the, 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 the group that he's with, they just, I mean, just let him go. He's going he's to die either way. It's good that we just don't have to see it. Let him go, man. You know, that's be the best thing he's done, Apocalypse. Just be fooled for some creature out there. So he's willing to go and uh, cross 85 miles to see the, this girl that he was with right when the apocalypse hit. So can a guy who can barely make a bowl of soup survive a trek of monsters and creatures and insects and giant frogs and whatnot for the love of it, what he thinks is the love of his life? Let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer for Love and Monsters and we will be back with our review. Don't move. Let me see it. Don't move, Amy. Let me see it. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Damn, he can't draw. <laughs> he can't do shit. <laughs> Even pre-apocalypse, he was a loser. <laughs> that girl asked him, she said, why is there a beard over here? He said, that's shading. No, that's a, that's a beard. <laughs> I love it. That's super sweet because it's terrible. <laughs> oh my God. Cock blocked by the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Even a meteor won't let his ass have sex. I love you. I'm going to come find you. The day of the monster uprising was the day I lost everyone. Now, I did think that was funny. It's like. I, this is meant to be a serious scene, but they grabbed him after his after he saw his parents get killed, and he's the only thing he's got left is a chandelier <laughs> hanging on that chandelier for dear life. It was the day I lost everyone. Only a small fraction of humanity survived to move underground. I've been scanning for Amy the entire time, and now I finally found her. Joel, hey, Joel, Amy, is that you? Oh my God! Hey. Far away is Amy's colony. 85 miles. It's an impossible journey. Everything will try to kill you. Don't fight. Just run and hide. Ah. Okay. You really got me going. You got me so I don't know what I'm doing. You all alone? Me too. You don't have to talk about it. You want to come with me? So I can't sleep at night. Is that a samurai sword? Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Listen to your instincts out here, man. What if I have terrible instincts? You'll die. Super encouraging speech. You made it all this way for a girl, huh? You ever hear the term fools, Aaron? Amy, I miss you so much. We have lost this war. We can still take our world back. 
You're more of a survivor than I thought. You know, I'm going to say this about the movie. Uh, Regardless of what I think about it, I'm glad that there's an attempt to make the apocalypse fun again. (laughs) Being that we're living in one, it ain't that that fun. (laughs) You know, we could could use a little escape right now. but they're doing this, as you see, with no viruses. Shit, even zombies were getting a little bit too close to home mm, at this point. Yeah, because, so. yeah, 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 infection geez. and everything. I'm like, yeah, you know, right now, maybe maybe we can do something else with the uh, the apocalypse out there. I love a good zombie apocalypse, but maybe we should do something a little different right here. Um, and that's what they do here, man. As you can see, it's uh, it's pretty much a, a creature feature, giant mo- uh, monster movie. Uh, those, are, those can be a lot of fun. You know, those don't always have to take a whole lot of... Uh, brain work behind them you know you let you can forgive a lot of things and then they can be big silly goofy movies and you'll accept that uh you know watching this and you guys probably will agree with this and if you don't the hell with you but (laughs) 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 but uh my vibe that i got from this immediately from the opening was and you guys might have even felt this just watching the trailer was zombie land what do you think Zombie Kill of the Week? Close, but no cigar. Zombie Kill of the Week went to Miss Cynthia Knickerbocker. It's kind of that sense of humor in a way right there. Yeah. Uh, it honestly, <laughs> it felt like like an, a, a story, an alternate zombie land, like it happened in that same universe. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a different story would have told. Might have done the, if, they got, if somebody wrote a sequel that didn't involve the same characters, but they were like, well, shit, they already did that, and we can't use zombies. So uh, how about we go with mutant creatures? Yeah. And nothing was changed. It, it, it's very similar, except, you know, let's make it PG-13 instead of yeah. R, so the kids yeah. can watch it yeah. and the parents don't feel too bad. Yeah. And we throw in heartthrob Dylan O'Brien. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it feels like if you would sit someone down and ask them to just write a list of everything that happens in a post-apocalyptic story video game, and inevitably they would come up with this movie because it hits every single one of those yeah. tropes. I'm like, are you actually doing this? Okay, they're doing it. Everything from the dog, which is like, uh, the dog's going to be your best friend in the apocalypse. Everything from the crazy survivor, of course, played by Michael Rooker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, honestly, there's, there's a rule in Hollywood that if you make it a yes. post-apocalyptic movie, Michael Rooker has to be in there. I would yeah. appreciate it if you don't cast him just to go against type. Well, well, at least he's not a racist this time. That's true. That's true. On the up and up. And Michael Rooker has been been a racist too many times for my comfort. Yeah, too good at that. Yeah, too good at that. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, he was Michael Rooker, who I, I love, by the way. I, I, yeah, cause I tell you, I, I interviewed Michael Rooker, and he had to laugh because I said, "Man, I said there's a lot of people. There's a lot of actors I look at, and uh, and I can accept them as actors, but every now and then they'll play a racist so well <laughs> that yeah. I will believe." And I told him, I said, "Man, I said I, you got a little racist in you." I said because I saw him in that movie Rosewood, uh huh, and he looked at uh, I think he looked at uh. uh Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ving Rhames? No, not Ving Rhames. Uh, uh, oh, who was uh, uh, who was in Ocean's Eleven? And oh, was Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle. There's a moment he looks at Don Cheadle, and 
he's trying to tell him to get out of town because they're about to burn that shit down. He's like, I'm, and this is him being a nice racist. Yeah. He says, I'm trying to help you, boy. I was going to say, that's his word, boy. boy. He, he's got a way of saying that to not just black people, anybody. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it sounds racist every time he says he it. Hear it. Yeah, he, <laughs> shit, he, he talked to Chris Pratt like he was black. Yeah. Hey, boy. boy. <laughs> Where you going there, boy? <laughs> I'm like, man, you say boy, wait. I'm telling you, man, him and Sam Rockwell got one more time to play racist before I go, that's what you guys are. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, all, you practice this way I mean, too much. Kevin Spacey was a super villain how many times? <laughs> and we Until he tried grabbing yeah, dicks, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I wanted to tell him. I didn't go too far, but I said, I want to say, Michael, man, I can, you know, you know you've looked at a football game before and said, run that ball, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know they they have men there. I, yeah, just look, it's like Zombie Land. If you took um, if you took the zombies out and you had enough of a, of a budget to make two or three CG giant creatures, yep. you know. And you're right, they do hit on a, on a lot of the tropes there, um, including you know with Zombie Land especially. But you're getting this with a lot of uh, movies like this. And I don't, you know, at first I didn't like it too much. And I, you guys, I don't know, it sounds like you might not have liked it, but the movie. Kind of brought me in uh, with the narration. I'm not too keen on narration in movies today because narration can just be a lazy way to tell a story or a quick way to tell a story. A lot of times people do narration because they want some cool, edgy visual to go with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really down yeah. with narration. I'd rather people kind of tell their story. I'm I'm with you on that, especially since so often it's done after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and and lately it's been not so much after the fact, but just uh, like you said, to have some visuals or throwing extra gags and like mm. or can be used as a crutch to like this is how I'm feeling this is how I'm feeling now like you're telling me just no yeah. just show me yeah exactly yeah. but it didn't bother me so much here it didn't bother me either I, I would fine. even say that the uh, narration it, it pretty much sucked me in from the beginning because mm. it, it was just funny and I don't know man maybe I'm just a little kid inside if you put some fun pictures with it <laughs> you make some, some funny oh, pictures you know what that, that was a good thing they did you know it's like look we don't have the budget to have these creatures and an apocalypse no. but we have some drawings and some animation <laughs> yeah. that, that only costs us yeah. $10 I can get my 19 year old cousin over here drop some pictures up and we don't have to show like this big budget opening I, man those funny pictures pull me in along with Dylan O'Brien's uh, narrative I from the from the moment that the movie started, I was like, you know what? I like you. I got the six one six. Yep, an asteroid heading straight for Earth. I know, so obvious. So humanity came together and we did what we do best. We shot a bunch of rockets at it and we blew it up and it was great. Stock footage. But it wasn't. You see, the thing that makes rockets rockets. <laughs> that shit was stock footage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They couldn't even Cheap, pay man. to have smoke go up into the sky. I mean, it's not even real animation. It's just some drawings. And everything changed. And by everything, I mean cold-blooded creatures. And by changed, I mean mutated and started eating us to death. Ants, lizards, roaches, crocodiles, you name it. There's a lot of them. Actually, I knew this one kid who was eaten in his sleep by a goldfish he won at a carnival. Man, Todd loved that goldfish. And that cat. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, look, they're fun. It, it, it is fun. Yeah. It is fun. These are people who, they, they're working with a budget. If you're working with a low budget, be creative about it. No, it wasn't one of these things where I was like, oh, brother. I was like, you know what? That's smart. You guys know you don't have a lot of money and you're being creative and working it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the message is getting across. Yeah. So it's, It sets the tone for the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, like I say, adding, adding monsters instead of zombies to the apocalypse uh it's cool. I like that, man. Like I say, it's just a, you know, when you, I, I like monster movies, man. I, I, I've even liked some movies that people have hated because I just had fun just watching sure. the creatures fight and sure. eat people and whatnot. Uh, you know, they, they keep it kind of light here. As you saw with the illustrations, uh, you know, everything is a light tone. Uh, this is PG-13, but man, it's very light on death. There's no blood. Yeah. There's no harsh language here, pretty much. No heavy, no heavy bad language. This could almost, this could almost be a kid's movie. And it made me, uh, and that's, maybe that's why it has some appeal to me for uh, some of the movie because it made me think of stuff that I used to watch as a kid, live action stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't by no means, and I don't know why. I don't know why this reminded me of this. It's not even close in a way except that it's live action and you have humans running from, from creatures. Uh, but you ever see Land of the Lost? Yeah, of course. You ever see the show? Yeah, the original one. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know how many young people remember Land of the Lost, but this, for some reason, took me back to my days of watching Land of the Lost with... uh, I can't tell which budget is cheaper, the the movie or the Land of the Lost (laughs) TV show. (laughs) 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 Boy, that's the most unenthusiastic Now, y'all that bad at actors, y'all can't even scream. Uh, <laughs> they had an episode where they had to watch that over and over again. They oh. went to a cave and they saw how they entered and yeah. they, they played that over and over again. Ah! You know, it's, it's funny how after Deliverance, you couldn't have people on a raft without banjos playing. Yeah, set the trend. <laughs> Even uh, Chris over there was on air banjo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my people. <laughs> I mean, that, you can tell that they were on a, on a real tiny green screen because they didn't oh, get yeah. up and run. It's like, hey, come on, let's go. Hey, hey, let's get out of here. Oh, shit, dinosaur, let's get out of here. Well, y'all are not intimidated by this shit at all. What if that dinosaur is bullshit and he's just there going, nah, nah. <laughs> I can't, nah. I can't. <laughs> he's, like, he's like Mr. Boogity. I'm <laughs> Boogity. Yeah, it's, uh, it made me think of that because it has, uh, you know, it was just, uh, I used to love watching uh, stuff that was, you know, as a kid I could watch where you had, uh, you know, humans running from even when they're terrible looking monsters, oh, you know, sure. Godzilla stuff and things like that. For some reason, this took me back to all that. What's that one that Ray Harryhausen one with the dinosaurs? Is it the Uncanny Valley or Valley, oh, uh, Valley oh. on Time? Shit, I can't remember. But I remember when it would come on as a kid and they have dinosaurs fight each other. 
Yeah, yeah. All those Ray Harryhausen movies with yeah. creatures in it, like uh, Sinbad, yeah, the yeah. Seventh Voyage of yeah, Sinbad. Yeah. yeah, man. You know, I used to love all those kind of things as a kid. Anything with creatures or monsters in, in them, and it was live action. I used to love, it. and this kind of took me back to that. Except this is a uh, again embracing its goofiness while also doing some uh, homage to uh, some real, you know, uh, horror and horror and sci-fi movies and action films. You know, uh, some creatures remind you of creatures from Tremors. There's even a, uh, the beginning of the movie pays homage to Aliens. Uh, so you know this it seems like it's just having fun with what it with, with the resources that it has yeah it, it just to me it's like how, how you, you thought of it that way as the like the original Land of the Lost it was kind of like a send up and homage to that like I kind of wanted to go that extra mile and be a little more like Zombieland like okay it's like you're hiding behind all this gore and people being eaten alive behind this curtain and I see what you're doing you see severed limbs and heads like rolling around it's like no just go ahead and show me that it just feels like you're doing that just because you want to get that PG-13 rating I wish they would have went the extra mile and actually showed Showed some of the violence. It had some more fun with the gore effects. That, yeah. that felt that really for, for me. It felt like a lost opportunity. I mean, I, I guess I could see how it, it could do that, but yeah. you know, as to something Corey brought up, making it for a younger audience, I, I, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, honestly, the way it's sure. set up, the only thing an, a young audience would probably have trouble with is watching the parents get killed right right in front. Yeah, of yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that would be sure. traumatic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, it's. It's light. It's fun. I did have fun the whole time. Uh, my hat's off to the people who designed the creatures. Yeah. Because I got to say that every time one of them came out, I, outside of myself, went, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, they, that frog, and that, especially that snail, that, that that got me right to yeah, the core. Yeah, centipede that beat the shit out of him. You yeah. know, they, and it's kind of cool that they don't overdo it. I mean, no, a, they don't. A, a good thing, again, with the budget, I think, is like, all right, you know, you do have times where you take a breather and they're not trying to show you, you know, look, we got money, which is why I'm afraid if this is if this is successful, they'll try to make a sequel with a lot. We'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit. And I'll also talk about why it's probably cool that they're not throwing too many creatures at you. And I, because I, for me, you know, I was, uh, look, because I, I agree with you on some things. And I think there's nothing wrong with people walking out of there feeling like, man, I wish I could have got more gore out of this. Yeah. You know, I think some people will feel that way. And I, I don't have a problem with people feeling that way. Um, you know, some people probably watch the trailer and maybe they're even expecting that. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I was having fun and I, and I was having fun enough to wish that they could have done more. I'm kind of wish with you on that end. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe more in a different way. Uh, you know, because like we were talking about Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker comes in with uh, this kid, Minnow, kid he found, played by Ariana Greenblatt right here. And, he, you know, they, they kind of pump him up like he's going to be the Woody Harrelson mm-hmm, character in sure. this, you know. Uh, but he's in so quick. He's in and he I mean, he's in and out so quick that uh, I wish they could have done more with him because they had these moments where they you, you get a sense that they were supposed to bond uh, with uh, with Joel. Uh, you know this this time that they spent with him, where they kind of become a family enough to where they want him to stay. But you don't. The movie's moving so fast, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But it's moving so bad, you didn't. It's so so fast that I didn't get a sense of how they bonded. You know, they then they didn't. They weren't. And Michael Rooker is just barely a character. You know, he's more of a type. Mm-hmm. Like you guys were saying, he's, he's a trope. He's he's that yeah. survivalist yeah. trope that he's been doing this for so long. He has the young companion. I mean, this sounds like so. This sounds like the road. It sounds like the Last of Us. It's exactly that. And yeah. and it's like okay, you're gonna do that. That's fine. Like, I'm, but at least do it well, or at least spend some time with them. The thing is, as you pointed out, the movie goes so fast. Like, it almost feels like these are little vignettes, and yeah. where he spends some yeah. time with these two, and then we find another character, uh, the Mavis character later on. It's like okay, it's kind of fun dynamic, and it's over. It's just like. 
I don't I don't have time to really connect with anyone at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's something I felt was like, was like this was fun, it was likable, it was entertaining. However, it was cotton candy. Yeah. And whereas I wanted more, not necessarily, you know, to be more hardcore or the gore. Sure, fair enough. But with each one of these scenarios, I was like I wish these could have been just developed a little bit more yeah. or just more sophisticated. Like, like leave me with something that didn't taste like something I've eaten already. Because yeah. when it's all said and done, I was like, man, I wish just somewhere you guys had had a, a different or a new spin on things. Yeah. But yeah. There's, there's, there's not. Yeah, no, there's agree. not. And, and yeah, that's usually when we say something moves fast, I should be given credit for that because it means the pacing is good but sometimes something can move so fast and you put a, a great way of saying that they, they feel like vignettes which they are and they're vignettes where the characters don't get to spend a whole lot of time with each other so whatever bond they do for them it doesn't feel like it's really earned or written that well it feels like it's just what's supposed to happen mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and it would have been cool if, and I'm not going to hold the movie's budget against it but I, I was saying man you know a lot of this is taking place and forest areas or small suburban areas. It would have been cool to see what they would have done with a city setting. Mm. But again, they didn't have the money for that. So I'm sitting up here with a bunch of wooders and cutters and <laughs> I wish they'd done, done this and, and that, you know. Uh, and I'm and, and I'm thinking, you know, I do feel its limits and it's fun. It's fun. I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm, you know, whatever. I'm probably gonna end up holding the faults against the movie later on if they keep along this line. And then that goddamn dog came in. I'm like, man, you cheating motherfuckers. That's not fair. (laughs) That is my weakness, man. (laughs) Dogs, I mean, if you put a heroic dog in a movie, that's that's kind of my weakness. And they got boy. (laughs) Should have been Michael Rook and they had that dog. (laughs) Boy, boy the dog. Uh, And boy the dog had everything that I love that I love in movie dogs, man. The way he cocked that head whenever somebody was talking, it wasn't that kind of cocking of the head like, I'm stupid, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. He's not like, yeah, I got your back, whatever you need. <laughs> you know, I, hey, I'm a hero. You know, he's, he's like, I, he was alert. Uh, and brave, man. You know, the kind of dog that would do the shit that you wish your dog would do if you got in danger. Sure. But you know they're not. They would never do You know they never gonna do You know, you know that dog is gonna cut and run the moment you in danger, man. Shit, fuck this. You don't feed me enough of this bullshit. Not, not boy. Start barking at the creature and give your position away. Hey, man, we could work together. I could hand that bitch to you. I mean, just don't, just don't, don't kill me, man. Not, not boy the dog, though. Boy was heroic, man. As I said, Roy's that cute too. Cute man, cute. That's what I'm saying. You know, just and had cute little things. They found Boy on a bus where he's by himself, still being loyal to the owners that are probably dead. He knew how to close the bus and everything, and he did not come out until he heard his new friend Joel need a little help. He's like, you want me to get him for you, Joel? <laughs> Where you go? Leave him alone! <laughs> Joel is my friend! It's my friend! Leave him alone! <laughs> 
shit, my dogs would have been cut and run along. <laughs> shit, they be 10 blocks down the street. <laughs> shit, I threw in a couple of bars. Man, that motherfucker's already dead. You know that. <laughs> you hear those little nails scrambling on the pavement. <laughs> Shit, we got to survive. <laughs> that bitch is dead. <laughs> yeah, man, Joel, man. Sometimes I would tell you I love Joel, but sometimes he was too. And he got, he got, he got too loyal to the point where he annoyed me, man. He became oh boy. that boy. Yeah, boy. He he did that. He did the equivalent of like a like the chick who's stumbling. You trying to help? Who runs when the monster's chasing oh, you? She falls, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you got to go back and get her ass. Or somebody steps on something, gives the location away. Or yeah. they just they just do something stupid. For as smart as boy is, he frustrated me, man. Of uh, that damn red dress. Uh huh. There's a dress that I guess was was his owner's, his previous owner's, and he's so attached to it because he misses her or him <laughs> who was yeah. wearing it, and right. and, uh, and that almost got them killed. No. He just starts strangling the dog. <laughs> boy, I am like, on him. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! Don't make me do this. Say something, this motherfucker, Joel. Let me say something, man. Let me go. Let me, let me talk some shit, Joel. I, I can get him, man. You better be glad you were holding me back. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't you dare. Oh, 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 what are you doing? No. No. What are you doing? What? Boy, don't even think about it. Don't. Don't you do it. Don't. Don't. No. Well, boy was a good dog. <laughs> the friendship was nice while it lasted. I had to let his ass go. <laughs> I love how in movies, creatures and villains, they always make the effort to go all the way except right, except look around the corner. Yeah, every time. There's always heroes like just back there hiding and it's always just right around and just won't make the effort to do this. <laughs> just to walk down and check yeah. up. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I came all this way, but uh, it's not worth it for me to crane my neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was... Was boy wearing that dress? <laughs> Love that. Be fine before they got there. Boy was in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that's the one with somebody. Cause somebody said Tremors vibes. That's oh, why yeah. I was saying that this gives. Yeah. This pays homage. Like, it does nods to things like aliens and Tremors and whatnot. That was definitely a Tremors moment right there. Um. I will say for a world full of, uh, of of monsters where they're supposed to be, Joel is supposed to be getting eaten almost at every corner. This it's not a whole lot. Uh, you know when we do see them, like you saw with some of these scenes we already have, I think they do them well. 
Mm-hmm. I think they put the, you know, there's some set pieces in there that are very well done, uh, very suspenseful. And the creatures, when they have them, I mean, for the money they have for this, like, I don't know what the budget is, but they do, it's, this is a lower budget they, film. I mean, as far as the creatures go, they go for quantity, I mean, quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very much true. Uh, and, you know, they give you, with the creatures, you know, they, they give you a glimpse of what their nature is like and how they're fitting into this new world. Because then they're, they're not all bad. Mm-hmm. They're not all, you know, they're not all, not all of them are trying to, to eat uh, human beings. You know, you get, you, it's, it's a Jurassic Park type feeling. It's like yeah. a lot, some of them are dangerous and some of them aren't. And you just, and I'll tell you what the movie does with its story. It just like they don't normally don't do this well uh, in something like this. It just feels like immediately humanity is just about to enter another phase. Yeah. Where it's just like, fuck, we just got to deal with this. You know, that's <laughs> Flintstones. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what it's, it's clearly leading to. And, that, and I'm sorry, that's where the movie lost me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm letting you guys go very, very positive. In your moment, I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Hey, Chris, come just, on. Just look into their eyes. You'll see their souls. I'm uh, like, not some of these. Hey, 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 Chris, it's a living. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, give me a break. Oh, here comes Karen now. No, no, no. no, no speak your mind, man. I, no, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, the, the quality of the monsters really work for me. Like, the designs, all, all really cool. There wasn't one that I'm like, oh, that one looked bad. They mm-hmm. all look great to me. But, they introduce this thing where the whole concept does, oh, but you know, they're just trying to live their lives. You look into their eyes, you can see their soul, and you can tell oh, they're sure. not gonna they want to cause harm to humanity. And I'm like, that's gonna come back again. Because they, they established that's gonna come back again. And the fact that's the big Hail Mary thing, I'm just like, oh, come on. That and especially for the creature that's that, that we were introduced, it's like, there's no way that thing feels any emotion except I, feed I, me. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the first one that they do that with, I was like, I can believe it. I'll out. I'll out. But but yeah, that yeah. creature at the end, I'm I was like, like no, nah, I've dealt with those. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Just, no. They just want to feast on anything that's alive. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like, no, I, I agree with you there. I mean, it's definitely something where it's like, how far are you going to are you are you going to let this go? Actually, yeah. I, my, my bigger problem with that, I mean, I did, you know, it was like, uh, OK, but my bigger problem was when they got to it, how much they kept talking it up. Yep. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I see it. Oh, now I got a flashback to it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah it, it hasn't been that long. We remember that part. Come on. Yeah. 25 minutes ago. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I'd see that that's 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 again where I won't. I'm not going to challenge somebody or argue with them about this because I think it depends on what you're pulling from this movie. You sure. know, if it, it, you know, there's going to be things that appeal to people that want to appeal to somebody else due to the nature of this kind of film because where they did have very ridiculous moments. I mean, the movie set up itself as being a goofy film and it's not always what they're doing with some of the big things. And believe it or not, it's not always about the creatures. And as much as we're talking about how they had these moments where they go by too fast or you don't have like enough bonding between characters because it's moving so quick. There are some really sm- uh, 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 small moments, really emotional moments that I, I thought, man, you with this, you really kind of with this bit of storytelling, you really did go kind of the extra mile with it. Yes, it, it's it's not a lot, but ever so often, I know a particular scene with with, uh, with Minnow. I thought, well, okay, now this is actually emotional, and if we could get more stuff like this. Mm. It, you know, we had yeah, that is true. There was a big brother, little sister moment mm-hmm. with Joel and Minnow. There's a moment with Joel and a robot in here. And then that's, an, that's another thing. They don't tell you what period this happened. It's obviously something that happened in the future because they got more advanced robots yeah. mm-hmm. than we got now. But they don't push that too much. They leave that up to you to, to imagine what this world was probably like before it, uh, all this went down. But there's a, a robot here. I forgot the robot's name. Mavis. But Mavis. Ma- yeah, Mavis. And man, that was... Uh, 
it's a really nice moment between Joel and this this robot, and it's just mm-hmm. something that doesn't really even push the story. It's just some. It's a nice moment just to kind of make you like Joel a little bit better because with this robot, it shows that Joel is a, is a very kind and sympathetic person, even to a machine. I haven't been outside in a very long time. Yeah, I hadn't either. Uh, Is something troubling you, Joel? You can tell me anything, as I am an empathetic listener. Also, my memory banks will be permanently erased in 14 minutes. That feeling where you just you just completely put yourself out there, you know, and you're so sure of it. And right when you're about to cross the finish line, you just think, "Is this the dumbest thing I ever could have done?" I don't think it's dumb, Joel. I think it's romantic. She's she trying to get that D. Those <laughs> <laughs> last fifteen minutes I got. <laughs> What's up, Joel? <laughs> that bitch is dead, Joel. Give it this. Now you know that there was a really small touch that they did. Because yeah. they, they mentioned the end of that. Mavis early uh, in the movie, mm-hmm. so then to finally get to this point where he meets up with her, I wish she'd been around longer. More of it had had. Uh, hinged on that. I mean, you know, the the third act has to go into the conclusion of what this whole quest was about. Mm. And I was like, I, with everything we've seen, nah, that's not really as as important as you yeah. make it sound. It's the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, it is. No, it, the third it's, act it's, is it's a fool's errand to begin with. And even everything, so much of what happens in the fool's act, I was like, huh, I just recently read a novel that did the exact same really? thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, for as much as they, because in this scene, they end it in a way with a really nice touch, very subtle, you know, something that you, you might even miss it if you're not paying attention. They can end some stuff as far as chunks very well, but the end of this movie is, it, I'm not gonna say the very end, but the third act is pretty bad. <laughs> you know, they, now you is. talk about it is. when you get to the tropes for these post-apocalyptic yeah. movies, I mean, they hit they hit a formula here that every, no, I'm not gonna say every, but a lot of zombie movies do. And I'm not gonna say what it is because to say what it is would spoil something for you. But yeah, they, they, if you see it, you'll be like, yeah, this character is introduced. This message is always here for these kind of movies. And this is what happens. And this is what happens to them. And yeah, and, 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 and again, Maybe we could accept that because there's a lot of stuff that's going on in this movie where it's like, I've seen all this and I'm fine with it. But they go through that so quick. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like, you're going to really need to develop this character if we're supposed to have the reaction that was that, that they want. And it just doesn't happen. Uh, and, you know, it feels like, again, it feels like a, it feels like an obligation <laughs> more than it yeah. does the yeah. story. So, yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed with as much as I was liking this movie. I was really disappointed how they kind of ended it. Then uh, it goes into after that third act and it doesn't have the payoff that it, that you want and you know this this whole uplifting ending that they want to have is not as impactful as it should yeah, be true sappy yeah but uh yeah I, look you know i i and yeah, and, and I'm not going to point, point with the end creature is, but it's like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. know, this, this is the this is the big creature, the monster at the end. This is kind of uh, stupid, <laughs> actually. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's okay. That's the one way because it has goofy looking eyes. Are going <laughs> 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 that, like, that, that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying it made me laugh. Yeah. And again, it, some people might not. not it was might almost not as if it was written and they wrote themselves into a corner mm-hmm. and just said like, "Well, how can we get out of this?" And we're, we're taking. 
any suggestions at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You guys wrap it up. I'll give my rant a little bit, but go ahead. Well, I, I mean, I I think we're mostly on the same page. We we found it likable and entertaining, to, despite being predictable and and tropish. Uh, you know, the, I mean, what we get from the characters and the and, and the acting is fine, and and the creatures. You know, are just short of amazing. It's just too bad it doesn't live up to its potential. Uh, yeah, it's light and entertaining, um, but n- you know, with with Zombieland out there, it's never going to be something that you really remember. Yeah. Other than yeah. well, there's a movie <clears throat> like that that's not as good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's kind of a low matinee for me. Okay. Um, what this is is a typical. Uh, post-apocalyptic RPG game where the main quest mm. is boring but the side quest is like that was really interesting I want to spend more time with them like that's what it is like the stuff with Michael yeah. Rooker and Minnow I really enjoyed I want to spend more time with them mm. the stuff with Mavis I thought that's a movie in itself yeah. that could have been an odyssey between those two characters and yep. it's gone within 10 minutes it's like those mm. are the most interesting points and what's only what's really only left for me is the window dressing the monsters do look good I do, I do like the effects that they use. They use their budget well. They use the sets that they have very well and the environment they use well. And I think Dylan O'Brien, he's charming. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, he's pathetic. <laughs> but he sells that very well. He mm-hmm. does a good job. And I'm, I'm happy for him that he's, he's, he's doing much better uh, just uh, physically. Uh, but yeah, man, the, 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 the third act kind of really poisoned the well for me where I'm just like, All right, yeah. I, I can't I can't tolerate that kind of thing. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm not um, having it. I'm not. And uh, I'd probably just give it a high rental. Like, high check rental. it out, but just, just run it. Yeah. Ah, well, I am with one of you here, uh, exactly with one of you on your rating, and it is you, Martin. Really? Yeah, I mean, it depends on your mindset, I think, with this, because you are exactly right. If the potential is there, then, you know, you kind of have to, like, take points off for not meeting that, but I think also... Like I was saying, it feels like a kid's movie to me in a way. It feels like a family family film. Mm-hmm. So uh, looking at looking at it that way, as the light film that it is, I don't see I don't see too much wrong with it. You know, uh, I think it'd be cool to sit down and watch something as kind of edgy as, as, as like this with your kids without having to worry about them seeing something too extreme or having to cover their eyes because it does work. I mean, even little kids could watch this. I think it'll be fine. Uh, like you said, the most upsetting part would probably be parents dying in here. Mm-hmm. But you know, you got a cute dog in there that's with this guy. You got these creatures in here. Not all of them, are, you know, malevolent. And, you know, some of them are actually very cool. Uh, uh, there's there's yeah. also a lesson to be learned. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what that lesson is, but uh, yeah. Well, you could tell me after. But I will, I will say this: uh, if you watch this as an apocalyptic movie for the family, it can work as a, a low matinee. Mm-hmm. You know, I because I, I, I mean I can't deny the stuff that I thought they could do better. Man, I, I'm sad that they didn't meet the potential, but I can't deny the stuff that I had fun with, mm-hmm. and I did have a lot of fun with this. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I give it a, a little matinee. So there you go. I got quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, 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 just staring you down. We're pretty on this. We're much on the same page. I, know, I, know. I just, I just felt I something over there. Slightly more. You were looking right at me. Well, you crossed those legs and started oh, staring. Right. I don't all like right, that. Right. Hello, Matt Nay. Huh. Throw that can at me. Yeah. Where's your manager, sir? Matt Nay, huh? Okay. All right. I remember that one. <laughs> I finally found her. Joel. Hey. Joel. Amy, is that you? Oh my God. Hey. Far away is Amy's Colony. 85 miles. It's 
an impossible journey. Everything will try to kill you. Don't fight, just run and hide.